This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. And welcome to the Vedic Wisdom. Thanks for being with us today. Today I'd like to talk to you about getting the self in control of the mind. What is happening in our current reality? is that there's transitional changes going on that are affecting our whole external structure, three-dimensional life. We have the planet going through a whole variety of transitions and purges. I'm referring now to what's happening in the Ring of Fire. Thirty-some volcanoes erupting, 15 in one day. Uh, the eruptions that have happened throughout Hawaii, the birth of new land, and the planet going through a variety of pole shift alterations, climate intensifications, intense climate events, flooding all over the place. So there is something happening upon the earth and by the earth. Now we are all connected to the earth on a vibratory platform we are connected to this material manifestation we can tell this because there's such a thing as uh, the zodiac and the clairvoyant people who read your signs according to the time and place you were born because there's a connection there's a psychic connection and there's the 3d connection within the material manifestation of duality where your body your mind your body coming to life at a particular moment it's all relative to the vibratory rate status standard structure etc of the entire manifestation upon you so we see that we go through a lot of changes and we make a lot of development and we do a lot of experiences and yet we still carry with us our own nature we often said oh he's a really good natured chap and we see others that always grumpy. Oh my goodness, what a nature. Anxiety all the time. Well, these natures are really symptoms, indications of our position in that cosmic balance in the 3D. Now, I don't want to confuse anybody here. You and I, the eternal living entities, are not these bodies we're moving around in. So what we're talking about here is the psychophysical characteristics of the body you take on. Now the Vedic literature says friends, family, relatives, wife, children, possessions, they're just momentary flashes on our eternal sojourn. It's just like travelers meeting. You've had this experience, you meet a traveler on the streets, they say they ask for directions, and you go, where are you from? Oh, I'm from such and such a country, or oh, we're only gonna be here a week, and oh, you have an hour's conversation with them, and it's over. Travelers meeting. And we tend to take this particular manifestation, this particular body and birth, as being the total focus of our in intent, concerns, in the 3D reality that we're in. And according to the Vedic literature, and if you look within yourself according to you, that's not the case. That we are eternal living entities, and these temporary realities that we live in become predominant. Why? Because of association. 
Everyone tells the little kid, you know, you're a boy, you're a girl. They're told to have that identity first. You're young, have that identity. You belong to this family. The identity structure is built around the child. On and on and on and on and on and on and on until all of the different aspects and facets of a human life have been instilled in them as reality. But the eternal living entity came here and took birth in that body for some other higher purpose, some other karmatic action, some other goal to be satisfied. And this facilities, meaning the body, and whatever family associates attachments go along with that body are only temporary visitations like the meeting of travelers. So this is why we say on our program how there's a major problem in identification in the human society. Everybody thinks they're the body and reacts, relates, and gauges their success by the position they end up in, in the 3D material reality. But let's go to the other side. Let's go to that platform of eternal perspective of ourselves. You and I are eternal living entities in these temporary bodies. Well, let's look at it from the eternal platform. Yes, you can see how families and lives and even races flip over and over and over. You may have been many different races of human. So for you to be prejudiced now is a complete blocking out of your good intelligence. There is no reason to be prejudiced toward or for or against any species because you could have, most likely have, been in that species previously. You may have been on many different planets. You will have been in many different types of bodies, let alone a particular human type of body. So if you stay back and you look over on it, there's no reason for you to take this bodily perspective of life very seriously. But we take it very seriously, all right. And this causes wars and fighting and death and envy and greed and lust. Oh my goodness, all of these things come because of the root misidentification. The changes that I'm mentioning here today, that we see happening in the manifestation, the changes that are happening on the planet, the changes that are happening in the rule of law, the changes that are happening in the function within our universe and the movement of our solar system, these are all scientifically documented changes that are, I guarantee you, they are affecting you. And you may be experiencing wonderful, uplifting things. You may be getting a higher perspective, an intuitive understanding. You may be increasing your vibration rate to a higher perspective, a higher level of existence and perception. And you're supposed to. This is what the Vedic literature is for, is lifting your consciousness, your perspective, out of the three-dimensional materialistic I am this body concept directly to the topmost platform of identifying your relationship with the Supreme Lord and acting on that platform as a servant to the Supreme Lord and his wishes and plan. Now what I'm talking about now is back down the trail a little ways. It's really kind of like the next threshold up. And I want to make you realize that the next threshold above what we would call the social consciousness is where you push the mind back into control 
and you use the intelligence to view your life from an eternal platform. That's what's going on. This is an opportune moment in the history of mankind, and you are in it now. You cannot help but be in it, because it's a planetary-wide, even further than that. It's a solar system-wide. I don't know how much further it goes than that. But it's an entirely natural, structural transition that we are enslaved by. You cannot control it. We are to accept it because it cannot change. So when you're in a situation where you will be going through something, whether you like it or not, it's intelligent to make yourself aware of what you can and to be faithful and patient and controlled through the transition. There is no transition that doesn't have bumps. You will have times of fatigue and times of upliftment. You will have times of clarity and times of confusion because it is a transitional change. And if you've looked at life at all, you know that life is cyclic. Everything about the manifestation, everything about our lives is cyclic. It goes from the good side to the bad side. It goes from the light side to the dark side in everyone's life. This is called the world of duality. That is exactly what it is. And we are living in it. We are experiencing it. It is happening to us now. So you have to keep the mind who is very distracted by electronic toys, who is very opinionated by false news, who is very uh, attached to this family body possessions. And you have to keep it busy. Get it doing some mundane sort of an activity. Get it doing some repetitious thing. Get it doing some engagement. Because when you get your mind into something, you continue to do this and that. Your mind calms. And your higher self, your intelligence, and your own spirit take over. And you become intuitive. You get messages. You get insight. You get understanding. You get realizations. So this is described in the Vedic literature as the higher self controlling the lower self. The lower self being defined as the mind and the senses, working senses, knowledge gathering senses below it. The mind tends to want to fool you and control everything and keep you from stopping and thinking about anything that matters. And the tragedy about our modern life is that's what these electronic toys do too. They keep you distracted. Yet concentration is required. Calming of the mind, mind control, personal self-control is required for you to contemplate and focus upon the higher transitional changes you will be perceiving. Either you already are or you will be perceiving that they are going on in our reality. It's just a matter of when you become aware of it. I'm encouraging you not to allow the duality side of things, the differences and confusions, etc., etc., positives as well, to take your focus. I'm encouraging you to recognize these changes as a positive thing that will have ups and downs in it. But they're meant to lift you out of the control by the mind and get you, the conscious living entity, again, dominating control over the lower self 
and focusing on those new energies that are coming in and calm yourself to where you're able to take advantage of the higher vibratory rates that are impacting everyone's consciousness. Now these can be seen in many different ways, but first of all we take the negative side and that is people don't watch much television because it's such crap. Similarly, people are constantly trying to do ad blockers so they don't get the stuff bothering them. Similarly, people are starting to use their phones less or use Facebook less because it's totally mind control too. People are recognizing that Google, you may have to search on someone else's computer to find an answer to certain questions because your computer is controlled by the Google AI and it'll only give you the type of responses it wants you to get. So you go through these things and become detached from these temporary things. You work within them, you manipulate them and change those negatives into a positive by using your good intelligence and outsmarting the distractions. Then on the positive side, there comes intuitive understanding, which means when someone's lying to you, you can tell which means you can stand and listen to someone speak and you know what they're gonna say which means the phones rings and you know who it is before you pick it up and I don't mean caller ID where you look at a problem in your life and you see the only right thing to do is this solution it's intuitively known it isn't study learning education practice it's intuitive realization and the opportunity for that is always there but in the changes we're going through, if we learn a little bit of mind uh, subduing control techniques, we can keep the mind from distracting us into things that actually do not matter. If you look at your life in the point of view, you've had hundreds and thousands of different families, relatives, wives, children, etc., partners, obviously, and that this is just another set and then you can stop and look back and go, okay, then I should not be concerned about the trivialities of this particular life or the attachments to these particular things. I should always be a good, positive being directing my mind and intelligence forward in a realization quest. Then you should employ what are the higher principles that A, calm the mind, and keep the senses from distracting you. B, educate the intelligence and make it aware of the facts of the reality that we're living in. And C, purify the self such that your desires become beneficial desires only, not stupid or detrimental or ridiculous desires. There are people that will go, I've got to fulfill this desire. I want to do this before I die. I got to do this. And they do it and you five minutes of, oh boy, well, I did it. So, you're no different now than before you did it. It was not a learning curve. It was a desire, a senseless desire. So clear those from your mind. You can analyze your desires. You can analyze desires from needs. And you can quickly put out a list of needs to focus on and a lot of desires to just dismiss, throw them out. Because life is temporary and you don't have an unlimited amount of time to fulfill all of your desires. So pick the best ones and improve your intelligence 
learn from the desires you fulfill and try to reach the higher concepts of who you really are and what is your real responsibility and how do I engage in that activity. This is our program, the Vedic Wisdom, teaching you how to become a servant of God. You already are. It's a forgotten duty. And the Vedic literature is simply a revival method to wake you back up to where you actually see, feel, understand, and accept that we are all eternal servants of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Some of us are awake to that. Some of us are awakening to that. Some of us are not. And some of us reject. It doesn't change the actual situation. It's just a change in our perspective and our contribution. Now, the Vedic literature, the Lord's causeless mercy, and the mercy of the spiritual master are all bringing you the most concise, shortcut, confidential method to reviving your consciousness that's possible. The Lord designed it and delivered it, and the spiritual master explains it, and you realize it. And this takes you out of all of the 3D perspective of life and the attachment side of life and the duality side of life and brings you to the stable eternal platform of life where your vision is from the eternal perspective, not from the temporary perspective. Now, the Vedic literature says that you must read just that, the Vedic literature. Read it, read Bhagavad Gita as it is, which is a discussion, explanation by the Supreme Lord personally spoken by him and gives you a very detailed understanding of our predicament as living entities. Then you follow the process of purification, which is using the sound vibration tool, the Maha Mantra. By vibrating the Maha Mantra and hearing that vibration, purification of all of the past dirty things that you accumulate becomes cleaned off. Then you take spiritual food. You do not prepare food for yourself. You prepare food for the satisfaction of the Lord. And again, by mantra sound vibration, you make what's known as an offering, a sacrifice. Please accept this, Lord, as an offering from me. Then you take the remnants, spiritual food, spiritual mantra, vibration rate, spiritual food, again, ingested vibration rate, and the Vedic literature, subliminal and hearing of the higher understanding and perspective, vibration rate. So these three things are described in the Vedic literature as an unconquerable set of solutions that together they guarantee the living entity to revive his eternal consciousness, to bring himself to that platform where he sees him, himself in proper perspective. And this is the big change we're going through. We are all seeing ourselves from an external materialistic 3D duality world existence. Yet we are aloof from that as eternal spiritual servants of the Lord and this set of empowering tools lifts you out of the misconception and fixes you in the proper conception, your original perspective. So this is the potency contained in the Vedic literature. This is the importance of simply reading, tasting, 
and vibrating the mantra. These three things set you up on a higher platform. And that's what's happening in our universe. This planet, this solar system, all the beings on it, we are all going through a vibrational upliftment change. So these tools that the Vedic literature provides, they are also guarantees of a, a vibratory upliftment and change. So by adopting the simple process and becoming aware of the transitional things that are going on, not oblivious to it, like people that live in the city and never walk on the grass are oblivious to the thousands of birds and beasts that live in on the soil and above it. Similarly, if we stay in the 3D reality of toys and this particular bodily responsibilities, we become completely oblivious to the higher spiritual esoteric value of the higher self above the mind and senses. So please recognize there is a cosmic change going on that hasn't gone on previously. It's happening now. It's been going on for a few years, but it's, the crescendo is getting stronger and faster right now. We can see by the natural activity of our planet that so many things are accelerating around us. And we can see it in the people and we can see it in ourselves. Don't struggle with it. Become educated by it and about it such that you can adopt that method, those principles, the perspective that gets you through it with a minimum amount of bumps, gets you there free in spirit, gets you there aloof from the material distractions and contaminations of the dualistic world, the 3D reality we live in. There is a higher level of reality we simultaneously live in, and it's time to notice it more and step aside from this 3D nonsense. Because the 3D stuff is getting to the point where um, everybody's pretty much fed up with it. Everybody's dissatisfied. This is ridiculous. I can't get behind it. I don't want to do that. There's no result. I don't want to work 50 years to get a gold watch. Get serious. I don't want to never get to own my home. Ridiculous. I don't want to live at the cost of slaughtering innocent animals. I want to get to a higher platform of purity and harmony. This is what is happening. So does the planet. So do most of the people. God wants to see it happen too. You have an opportunity right here, right now. It's a magnificent opportunity, a magnificent time to be on the planet. But you've got to take responsibility for yourself. Maybe others will follow you. They are not your responsibility. You are your responsibility. On the eternal platform, eternal perspective, you need to awaken to your eternal occupational service to the Lord as a servant. And if you do that, the Lord takes care of many, many, many other external features of your so-called responsibility for you so that you're free to enter into that level of understanding and consciousness, free of heart. And the mind can stay controlled. So work on pulling your mind out of the distractions. Work on getting out of fear and uncertainty. Keep a firm, fixed perspective of your reality, noting that it's changing for the better. And you're expected to come along. So reach to the higher platforms. Read the Vedic literature. Chant the Maha Mantra. Investigate mind control for your betterment 
Focus on educating yourself and your intelligence. Let go of those things that are simply foolish desires or don't really matter on the grand scale of things. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.